The OAM Network is an independently run podcast and live production company in Memphis, Tennessee. TheOAMNetwork.com. Power to the podcast. Good morning, students and faculty. These are your morning announcements. Students, make sure those uniforms are tucked in. Speaking of uniforms, the Pepperellis is Friday. Make sure you wear school colors. And lastly, the school is on fire. Welcome to On Fire with Zach and Jamie. Have a great day. So my name is Zach Sampson. My name is Jamie Hudgens. And this is On Fire the Podcast. So this is the beginning of the podcast and... Normally, I'd say we start with a warm-up. We're going to structure this like a lesson, but since it's the first podcast, you have no idea who we are or why we are doing this. So, we're going to tell you a little bit about the podcast before we get into it with our two lovely guests who are right in front of us right now enjoying a nice cold beverage from Brunch Truck. No sponsorship yet. Jamie, go for it. Yeah, so I think we should start off with a little bit of who we are, because they just know we're Zach and Jamie at this point. That's true. Like, why should you trust us? You shouldn't. You really shouldn't. What would be your reason? Yeah, but we're doing this. Um, We've been in education for a long time. We've been teachers. We've been coaches. We've been administrators. We've seen real fires. We've seen fake fires. We've seen figurative fires. Yeah, yeah. So I think one of the things, so we've both been educators for, this is 13 years now. Yeah, I think 13 years. And when we think about education, I think one of the things that I love about education, I wasn't an education major, I kind of fell into it because of a recruiter, is um, education is actually very joyful and humorous to me. So working in a teacher, like kids are funny. Teaching is funny. It's also very stressful, hard. You'll cry, but you'll also laugh a lot. And so that's what really drew me to the profession and got me hooked and has kept me in education. This shit's funny. It Teaching is, funny. is funny. It's very funny. And I think educators have a lot of stories to tell. Yeah. And I think that's one of the things that we really want to accomplish with this podcast is give educators a voice. Yeah. And so I think there's some really great podcasts out there um, on pedagogy, on how to improve your craft as a teacher. But when I think about what I love most about education, it's because you get to connect with people and you get to connect with people in you know so many different ways. Um, as a former principal, I got to connect with teachers. I got to connect with my students. I got to connect with their families. I got to connect with community members. And, and that's what you're in the business of doing. You're in the business of connecting with human beings and um, educating them and advancing society. And that's a really important job to do. Mm-hmm. And I think the thing to to realize, and Midwestern Jamie would say, you guys, we don't have all the answers. Southern Jamie would say, y'all, we don't have any of the answers. (laughs) Um, We're not here to tell you what to do, but we do have a lot of experience, a lot of suggestions. And what works for us might not work for you. One of our guests might have something that works for you. We do. It's They're looking at us expectantly. We'll we'll get there, guys. We'll give you your time. Um, Yeah, so we were... We were a principal and assistant principal team for about three years, two years, three years. It was a really long. I mean, you started April 1st. It was a really good April April Fool's Day. Day. Yeah, that was a great, great day to start. I believe the FBI visited that day. The FBI, and yes, they did visit that day. And I was also told no take backs at the end of that day. You signed the contract. You got that pay bump. You're in it to win it. 
So we ran um, a school. We're not going to name schools during this podcast. If you Google us, you can figure that out probably pretty easily, which schools. Um, but we we had to put out, I'd say, I think one of the things that isn't necessarily always talked about in education is you have to put out those literal fires. You have to put out those figurative fires. And when I say literal fires, I mean literal fires. Uh, you don't microwave a lean cuisine for 60 minutes I was when trying it's a six. To count the it, literal, it will catch on fire. I was trying to count the literal fires this morning and I ran out of fingers on one hand. Yeah. I mean, you run a school. It's a very complex business. Um, you also have the figurative fires. You've got personnel that you're dealing with. Like people have conflict. It happens. And then I think on the other side of that is you want to think about how you're bringing a fire and you're on fire in a, in a positive way to school every day, because that's what impacts students. That's what impacts families, too. Yeah, I think that's right, because, I mean, let's face it, this work is is hard. It's very difficult. It's really difficult. But I think when we come together and we share our stories, support each other, laugh together, cry together, I think I've laughed and cried with more than one person at this table because it's hard. Definitely. But it's good stuff. It is good stuff. So um, this is the first episode. Normally, the warm up will look a little bit different. But uh, you know what? It's the first time. We're giving it a go. So let's get into our direct instruction. We understand that this is not an inquiry-based lesson. Uh, is it modeling the best teaching strategy? Jamie, you're, you're a director of instruction right now. What do you think? No, it's not modeling. This is not a um, – this is not – this is what not to do. I don't, well, I don't know. I think it's an okay approach at times. You don't always have to. You know what? That's, that's a different, no, that's right. a different topic right. for a different episode. You're right. But our science people are laughing at us right now. I'm a science person, too. That's true. But you're not laughing. That's so. very true. All right. So um, what's our topic for today, Jamie? Our topic for today is everyone's all-time favorite, summer PD. Professional development, for those of you that are not in the know. Welcome Back from summer, teachers and staff. Um, it's July. It is July. It's the end of July, though. Yeah, it's that time. You know, those back to school flyers have started showing up already, too. Backpacks, markers. Mm, I love a good pack of Sharpies, though. Crowns. Oh, all the time. I mean, if you're going to donate school supplies, crowns are maybe not the most needed. Although we're saying this is to high school people, so elementary school people... If you need crowns, I'm actually, sorry you know, for let's that. back that one up. High school people, you do not need crowns in your classroom. If you could donate some complex text, that would be much more appreciated. Um, and if you um, want some suggestions, we'll share our email and Instagram at the end of the podcast. Yeah. So I think summer PD is a really important thing. So different school districts are going to approach it differently, right? So some, um, I've got a friend down in New Orleans. <laughs> Shout out Emily Biso, who um, is back at Summer PD already at the beginning of July, right? And so they have a much longer summer professional development that's going to look different. Some school districts, when I was teaching, I think we got maybe, you know, three days of summer professional development. And that was really just come in, get your classroom ready. And there's a lot of things that go into that. There's like budgetary restraints that school districts have to work with. There's prepping all the PD, which takes a lot of work. And I don't want to talk about that I right now. I know you're in the midst of it right now. So summer PD, though, it's important because it is your first impression. Um, every day is an interview. Every day is an interview. And I think that's something we forget a lot when you 
are rolling in. It's that first day of summer PD. You're still, you know, you might have your bathing suit on underneath your PD clothes, which has happened in the past. But if you want to advance in your career, you have to kind of realize people are watching you all the time. Yeah. Can I just say to the bathing suit note, I know some people who have done that. If you have access to the roof of your building, that doesn't mean that you can go sunbathing on the roof of your building. I mean, but if they have time off for lunch, why couldn't they? I mean, you had an hour. So, yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, I just want to say that. All right. Thanks for the pushback. I mean, but I think I think the thing is, is summer PD is important. Um, Sometimes it's hard to see the purpose of it when you're sitting there and it's July and some of your friends are still out for summer and they might actually be texting you from the pool. But it's important because you can't have a strong foundation for the school year without solid PD. Yes. We are excited that you all are back. We are ready to do this summer PD. So without further ado, our two wonderful guests. Oh, I'm so excited about this, too. You know, a lot of thought went into our first guest. And our first guest has probably done more PD than anyone I know. You can call her the PD czar, the PD guru, just all things PD. She's been a teacher. She's been a coach. She's been an instructional leader, director of academics. She has been literally all the things PD and quite possibly one of my absolute favorite people. So give it up for Christy Edwards. Hello. The crowd goes wild. Yeah, that awkward silence. We're in a recording studio, so there is no crowd going wild. Uh, and then our second guest, Christy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for being the first episode, the first guest on the first episode. Woo-hoo! Thanks for having me. Thank you. Uh, and then our second guest is, I don't want to say on the opposite end of that spectrum, but at a different, different place in his career. He survived his first year of teaching. I got to see him teach a ton this year, which was really exciting. And when I asked him to be on the podcast, um, his principal was like, you should, you should like mm-hmm. give him crap about this. So I went in and I think I pretended that I was firing him. You did? I That's did. Amazing. <laughs> did you really think he was firing you? I, I didn't have a lot of time to process what was going on. I was just like, oh, okay. <laughs> you, you looked very... Your eyes got big. During and you saw it, though. Yeah, it was during the headlights. And I was like, I can't do this to him. This is too traumatic. Why would you do this to somebody at the end of their first year of teaching? So um, I quickly asked you if you would be on the podcast. But we have Mr. Torian Johnson with us today. Hey, Torian. Welcome. Hey, Jamie. How's everybody doing? Fantastic. Great. The crowd goes wild, too. Woo-hoo. Right. Are we ready to jump into some of these PD questions? Let's do it. All right. I think the first thing we want to know, different perspectives. Why is PD important to you? Before they start, can I just say, I asked them to prepare answers before the podcast today. They both have notes on their cell phones that they have pulled up. I mean, what scientist doesn't come prepared? I mean, I, I just, feel like we could be good teachers and go off script and ask them questions that they haven't prepared for. We're going to have to. But I do appreciate the level of preparation. So, okay, go for it. Uh, okay. Well, um, Summer PD. Summer PD is important for a few reasons. Um one of the biggest things is you got to kind of think of it as a, you know, anybody playing a sport, right? Before you get out there and get in the game and get on the field, it's got to be a warm up. Um, there's got to be a brief little exercise period um, so that whenever you get out there, you're limber, you know, you're, you're loose, you're able to do exactly what it is you need to do. So in my opinion, you know, PD is the good, um, you know, cold breaker, you know, you're getting out of your fog, you're getting used to waking up in the morning and getting used to having, you know, be in front of people. Um, and, and just kind of gets you back ready for the game. And you know, I like that part of it. Um, but also, I think it's a good opportunity to um, start like building relationships again uh, or, or maybe picking up the relationships where you left off. 
Um, of course, usually in a school year, you'll get new staff or, uh, I don't know, maybe you'll get somebody that was there before that you had kind of an icky relationship with, or I don't know, just different things with different people. So he's talking about professional relationships. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Professional relationships. Exactly. (laughs) Um, but you just get that opportunity to build rapport with them again and, uh, make sure that, you know, you're starting off as a very strong united front. Uh, and, and go where you need to go from there. That well is, said. Well said. That is a very important point. <laughs> it's a fresh. Well, I think that's true though. It is a. It is a fresh start for everyone. Yeah. It's yeah. Like no matter it. how crappy last year was, like you're coming back and it's a new year. Yeah. Like you of might course. be starting a new role. You might be coming back to a new admin team. Like, you might be the new admin over teachers that you've taught with. So it's a new year. Actually, Torian, new year, are, new are you the new admin team at your school? I've been out of the loop for a week or two here. Am I? Yeah. Uh, you know, there's a lot of things that I could. So, so maybe. <laughs> okay. So maybe. So, well, not today, but every day is an interview. Every day. The second year teacher, first year principal. <laughs> Chrissy, what about you? What do you think? You design a lot of PD. Yeah. Like the whole scope and sequence for a, a CMO that we can't name names, but a CMO. So, what's your take on summer PD? I think summer PD is a fresh start. I think um, you may have. Did you make me airdrop you my notes? Because that's exactly what I had. Um, it is a fresh start. Thank you. <laughs> feel validated. <laughs> and I think it's a fresh start because from the perspective of PD planning, I'm on the academic side of things. And so a lot of times we spend the year obsessing over data, over student achievement, over teacher moves that support student achievement. And by the time you get to the end of the year, you're already planning for the upcoming year without sometimes clear guidance to how you actually did at the end of the year on whatever metric, whatever state metric, whatever Mm. state assessment. You have your internal assessments to kind of guide you and you've got all types of data you can use along, um, along the way during the year. But either way, it's a fresh start. And I think Jamie and I have obsessed over, we didn't do it this year. We didn't hit the mark. And it's funny because you always hit this like lull around February, when you have to think you're like, oh, PD next year, it's coming. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like that Game of Thrones meme, you're like PD is coming. <laughs> <laughs> and around, you know, January, March, you're already, you should have a plan, at least some kind of idea of where you want to go. How are we getting closer to our destination? Let's kind of look at the game plan to Torian's point of using it as a warm up. And so from the behind the scenes perspective of the people developing PD, Summer PD is amazing because you get to reflect, you get to revise if needed, and you're just out there putting yourself out there, owning your mistakes, um, and just modeling good teacher practice. That's really what PD is. It's like, hey, this is this was our lesson planned. Did we meet our mark or did we not? And then if you didn't, okay, what adjustments do we need to make to make sure we get there for the next year? Mm. So you talked about teaching strategies in there. You can't look at your notes on this one because this isn't a prepared question. What's your favorite teaching strategy to model during summer PD? Ooh, that's a great question. Thank you. Thank you for your question. <laughs> I, I know that strategy. Thoughts. That's delaying your answer. Um, I would have to say, I don't know. Or maybe, mo- what do you think? Thoughts. So, for teachers, what do you think is the most important one that they see, or one of the most important ones? Don't look at a pressure on. 
I know. I think probably um, just checking for engagement and just you Mm. as a facilitator and how you own the room and command the room. So as a facilitator, there's a certain elements, um, strong voice, right? Depending on who your audience is. Sometimes we're giving PD to a group of 10. Sometimes we're giving PD to a group of more than 200. And so I think just making sure you are conscious of those adjustments that you make. When you are a facilitator, like physically, what does your presence look like? Are you walking around? Are you monitoring? Like, how are you engaging with your audience? And so modeling that for teachers really helps them, like, understand, like, the level of witness you need to have when they're doing it with their students. You've facilitated a lot of PD too, Zach. What's your favorite strategy to model? I think cold call. I knew you That's were what say I was going to yeah, say. I think, Dang it. So I think strong voice is super important. It would be in my top five, Right. But I think cold call because... Because you don't see it enough? Because I don't see it enough in classrooms. I also... It's a fine line, though, because I also understand that some adults, and myself included, I really, as a new teacher, that really made me feel anxious. But I also understand that it's a really important strategy to use in my classroom and a strategy to model. But as an adult participant in the session, sometimes that did make me feel anxious or are you calling on me just because you think i'm not paying attention well i mean, I mean and sometimes i do do Listen, that i know that's not i good saw you scrolling on instagram modeling. on that phone candy crush <laughs> you're gonna answer this question now i mean unless they're liking at on fire the podcast which would be okay yeah then uh, at okay, on fire the okay. podcast then it's fine and i'm not gonna call on you um so i kind of want to go therapeutic with this next question here so we have torian a teacher currently going into a second year or we principal. have or principal. Actually, you know what? That's right. HR hasn't gotten back to us. That's still TBD. We have Christy, who is somebody who will facilitate the summer PD. I want you to turn to each other, but also speak into the microphone at the same time. Tell each other what your biggest pet peeve is as someone who is in the sessions and someone who's facilitating the sessions. Man. And uh, really, like, um, you don't have to hold hands, but, you know, like, come to peace with it. And don't be afraid to go there. I don't know. It's, it's, you know, some of my things are kind of, are more kind of fickle or maybe even like site specific. So one thing that got to me last year was the fact that there were sub-zero temperatures in the place that we were getting PD in. <laughs> it was a little rough, but, uh, school shall not be named. <laughs> school shall not be named, but hopefully, uh, you know, I've learned my lesson. I'm going to bring a jacket, but hopefully we can get a little bit more heat there. But, uh, yeah, I, it, it's always kind of annoying whenever you're with um, teachers in a classroom being like a, a basically taught something else and they kind of do the same stuff as the students. Like, uh, you know, the facilitator is talking in the front and somebody's talking to somebody directly next to them. It's like, oh man, so you don't go through this exact same thing for seven months a year. <laughs> it's bug wild that we can respect, I mean, expect all of this from the kids, but turn around and do the exact same thing. Shows our humanity, I guess, but. It's kind of weird. There's a lot of nodding heads to that one. <laughs> yes. Going to co-sign on that one. Um, that's exactly what I was going to say. It's going to sound really anal and just like the man. Um, but I think it's just not being fully present. You know, just like teachers take pride in lots of time and hours in building lessons. And then you get really, really excited and you built this like, great science lab with this great lesson. Shout out to all the science teachers. Mm-hmm. Hey. Um, <laughs> sorry, sorry, Jamie. <laughs> okay we know um humanity you're outnumbered the humanity wait what is that favorite meme that we have about building bombs and preventing bombs from going Um, off 
We know who gets a dime. Answer. I'm not sure we know how to build the bombs. <laughs> so as science teachers, that's what we do. <laughs> but it's like you take all this time. I think specifically back to when I was co-teaching with a teacher recently, and I just thought this lesson was amazing. I was so excited to do it. And then I delivered the lesson, and kids are just like, meh. It's just... <laughs> People had their head on the desk. Kids were like not feeling it. Some were on their cell phones. There was that core group of five that were just like feeling it and nodding their heads and doing everything they needed to do. And I was here for them. But when you flip that and think about summer PD, usually people start kind of, in my experience, we start planning summer PD like February, right? At least start thinking through the process. And so there's so many hours and thoughtful consideration and revisions and drafts and is this going to be the right strategy for this particular group of adults and is this going to be received well by this particular group of people you know what this specific word on this slide might come across wrong we need to change this word and if it's that level of attention to detail and then you have people in a session that are literally and i'm air clapping i'm grabbing the air right now that are literally playing candy crush right in front of you like seriously but then if the kids were doing it in your classroom, you're like, oh, going to write a referral. It's like, the bro. audacity, man. It's- right? <laughs> also, coming back late. <laughs> I, w- Ooh, I was going to say that. I have, some, I have thoughts that on that one's one. rough. You have like a whole hour for lunch, dude. I get it. Like, you come back late, but when your students are late, you're like, nope, you can't come in. Can't come in my class. Like, come on, people. That is mine right there. It's coming back late from lunch, which I've also done. Perhaps for a session, somebody in this room has facilitated. But I did text you to let you know. Actually, you know what? You were at lunch with me, so you were coming back late, too. We were um, back late. We, we communicated. Late. We did communicate. Yeah. I think communication is important. It's okay to run late every now and then. Yeah, and if you're, if you're going out to lunch for... So you probably get, what, like an hour max tops. during some... Tops. You during gotta get summer to the PD. parking lot. You gotta get to the parking lot. You got to spend five minutes deciding one who's going to drive and then you spend 10 minutes about where you're going to go. Who are you going to go with? It's lunchtime for everybody else who's working. Mm-hmm. So those fast, if it's fast food, those lines are going to be long. If you sit, don't even sit down. I was going to say, that's my advice. Don't even sit don't down. Don't try to go to a sit down restaurant. Come on, y'all get it together. And if you think you're slick for having that margarita, oh. we, we know. So no, true story. Know. This happened <laughs> once. So... We were leading a session, and one of the instructional coaches came to let us know that perhaps a few of our teachers had indulged in a few beverages at lunch. You might think you can hold it, but you can't. Like, somebody will know. I, I got to say, though, they were a bit more engaged than usual. They were. I so maybe we should promote that. that. Just don't, I don't know. That's a, that's a fine line to walk. We're not encouraging. <laughs> we are not encouraging. Please this do not behavior. go drinking during your hour lunch, um, but please stay engaged. So figure out what you need to do to make that happen. Absolutely. Yeah. So okay, let's keep talking about summer PD because we're we're revving we're revving up for this. Um, advice. Advice. So you get to pick. Who's your audience? Is it an administrator? Is it a teacher? What advice do you have for people as they're prepping for summer PD, knowing that when this episode launches, some people will already Already be be. in summer PD. Some people will not be yet. Give us us your wisdom here. Yeah. So I'll say as as a first year teacher teacher, slash principal. Yeah. yeah, Teacher slash principal. First year. Just finished (laughs) my first year for other first years. 
first thing I'll say is definitely go into it with an open mind. Mm. I think a lot of people, especially in education, can go into things with a bit of skepticism. And while there's a place for skepticism in any system, these systems are inherently corrupt sometimes. Okay, that's getting too philosophical <laughs> for us. But yeah, no, you're getting yes. a lot of nods. While it's important to have uh, a keen eye for things, it's also important to allow the positive things to you know permeate through your brain and, and, and to really um, accept all of the good things that are happening. And you can't do that whenever you're just being hypercritical. So, you know, be open-minded. Um, I'd also say, and this is for new people as well as, you know, your vets that are coming back, that you're definitely going to get into it, whatever you put into it. You put negative vibes in, mm-hmm. you're going to get negative vibes back. So just be mindful of that, almost like a, I guess a kind of a karma type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, Summer PD, again, is just, it's a great opportunity to be practicing like the habits that you're going to have for the school year. So that means that you're going to get up in the morning and, and meditate before you, you know, get in an educational setting. Go ahead and start doing that during summer PD. See, see what starts, see what works um, now so that you have it ironed out before you get into the school year. Does that make sense? Yeah. Or like yeah. set your alarm again. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> set your alarm. Uh, you know, if you're going to do push-ups just before you uh, leave the house, get into your push-up routine or whatever the deal may be get into it (laughs) so i think key takeaways from that meditate set your alarm do push-ups do do push-ups yeah we should probably flip that order but yeah tori and you're going to be a great principal i'm excited for your first year leading a school that (laughs) first year really just grew you yeah i think christy actually you were getting up to leave because he covered everything (laughs) there's nothing more advice for everyone i mean i think looking back on Torian's experience during his summer PD with his laptop taking copious notes on everything. Um, I thought he was like low key a stenographer. Um, and we're like, no, you don't need that right now. He's like, no, I'm taking notes. Um, so yeah, I was. Look at the wisdom. Did you look back at those at all? Ever? Hey, that's not important. The no. important part is I was taking notes <laughs> and they so, were there. I think that's a good segue because um, I was going to say is every day is an interview. Um, and it's about first impressions. And so thinking about the version of yourself that you want to present during Mm -hmm. summer PD is very important. Um, every interaction matters and everyone is watching, whether you think they're watching or not, everyone is watching. So being mindful that professionalism starts in the summer and to echo same things that Torian was saying, you know, get in your routines, think about um, what you need to do in order to present that version of yourself that you want to make sure is coming across during summer PD. A lot of times from our side of the fence, Jamie and I will see people new to any school or district. And it's kind of like, yeah, um, I have goals. I want to be the principal in three years, or I want to get out the classroom in, you know, after my first year. And I I want your job. Like, how do I do that? I mean, depending Dude. on my role, they can have it. Yeah, I was going to say, I was a principal. Do you want to I was going to say, okay, like, let's, let's talk at three o'clock. I'll give you my keys. It's all yeah. good. I love it. But yeah, just being just that continuous like learner mode. Because the moment you think that you've arrived is when you're about to fall. Mm. Man, that's quotable. That's I, a gem. That's a gem. We can put that on merchandise. Let's do it. I want that on a bumper sticker. I think for admin too, I think something that you can get into with summer PD is feeling like it's work time for you when you're not presenting. Mm. And you kind of need to be present and model for your staff what that looks like. And then also, like, don't put it on the facilitator to follow up with your people when they're late. Like, you've got to step in and do that some too. And realize that you are still a learner 
I think admin be present. Yeah. That's a good one because I've definitely facilitated where admin has not been present and I've been the admin in the back who maybe is firing off emails or doing something else. Playing Candy Crush. Uh, I see I don't do Candy Crush. I know Candy Crush Taking has gotten the BuzzFeed l- quiz, let's be honest. Which which sandwich were you, by the way? Um, I was a BLT, and then on Riverdale, I would have been Cheryl. So, (laughs) you know. I mean, Um, you know what? That's lasting PD. You remember that, so it's good. Oh, I have no idea what the PD was about, but I was definitely Cheryl Blossom on Riverdale. (laughs) So um, I think my advice as we go into summer PD, this is more, I think, I think this is for everybody, but particularly administrators, is... To hold people accountable, you don't have to be an ass. And I've definitely been an ass. I go, oh, wow, we're getting Gordon some snaps. Ramsey. I don't know if that's for me. <laughs> no, 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 not for you. Um, thank you, Torian. I'd like to think it wasn't. Though I do believe I told you to close your laptop last year. Um, you, you're building relationships with your staff, whether they're new to your team or they're returning. This is a fresh start for them. And you can address things that you see that might be breaching the culture or your vision for your school, whatever, um, without being a dick about it. And that sometimes can be tough because if you try to address it in the moment, like maybe emotions are going and you're running on adrenaline um, and you might say it in a way or choose your words in a way that aren't conducive to building that person up and like using that as a teachable moment. And I think it's really important to, Yes, this is the culture and this is the vision that we're setting for our school, but I'm not going to be an asshole in the way that I'm addressing you about it. And I, I can do that in a professional way. And that's a, that's a really hard skill to know. I think that's really good advice, though, because I think just as an admin, as a coach, as a facilitator, like I've been that person. I've been really mean to people before. Um but I think that's You've good also advice. not been mean to people. That's true, you know, but, like I think, but I moments. think, but I think, but I think, I think the key takeaway there is let last year go because I think mm. when I'm mean to people, I'm yeah. like, oh god, not this again. Like I can't. Yeah. You know. So and that's some good people, advice. Some people, you know what? You might have been the thorn in my side last year, but I also might have been the thorn in your side last year. And it's a new year, and some people will surprise you um, will. if you give them a chance. They will. So I think last question as we talk about summer PD. I guess not really related to Summer PD, but who are you guys most excited to see? It can be, oh shit, we can't really use names. Use descriptors. So it could be a staff member. It could be a student. It could be a family. Um, Use descriptors and tell us why. I think I can go first. Um, I am most excited to see the science department because that is a group of individuals that were really excited at the beginning of summer last year, persevered through some challenges with lack of supports, and there are now supports provided for that department. So I'm really curious to see how they respond, and they've been very patient. Um, And so, yeah, I just I want to see how they take that challenge on this year. It's like, what? We have help this year? That's a really good one. I'm excited about that too. Yeah, I'm whew, excited. Goodness, statement. <laughs> right, as, as the principal. Did- yeah, and I mean, you know, as principal, you know, there's a lot of things you have to you have to juggle. You know, there's the, you know, the office, and that's not what a know. principal does. <laughs> Look, there's. 
Oh, don't tell me my job. Some days, sometimes. <laughs> You're it right. Might Apologies. Be. Uh, There's my yes, parent, the office and the parking spot. Those I'm are the saying. two pivotal points of being a principal. Pivotal, man. Yeah. I'm to tell you. Nah, but <laughs> Go um, ahead. I'm, I'm excited to see a few people. Um, I, of course, I can't name specific, but I am excited to see my colleagues in my, my grade level team, my 10th grade um, team. We built uh, some pretty wonderful relationships along the way, and it'll be just good to kind of get in there and you know, tease each other and, and pick at each other's brains and toss the shit, if you will, <laughs> once again. Um, but it'll also be good to see a couple of, uh, like kind of on both ends of the spectrum of my students. So my star students, of course, to just continue to see them rise and, and be incredible. But it, I also am excited to see some of my lower performing students just to see, you know, as they're getting older, how their mind is changing, how they're approaching um, some of the challenges that come with school or with life differently mm-hmm. and maybe get a, get a chance to be a part of that and kind of guide them into not being, uh, you know, annoying sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> they'll still be annoying. Yeah, yeah. They'll, still be annoying. <laughs> they'll still be annoying, but you'll still love them. Yeah, I can hope. And sometimes the ones that annoy you the most, you end up loving the most. Yes. Man, that is true. That is true. Uh, frustrating, but true. <laughs> Are we so ready true. for some practice? Yeah. So yeah, go. Okay. So just like any good lesson, we've kind of told you our thoughts on PD. We want to hear yours. So we want you to send us two things. Your best summer PD stories. No story is too outrageous for On Fire, the podcast. I mean, we'll censor if we need to. I mean, we will, but we're really looking for some great stories. And we also want to know how do you get yourself back into the groove of a school year? So how can they send us these? Yeah, so you can, I actually am not really on social media except for my LinkedIn profile, but I believe on Instagram at On Fire the Podcast, you can DM us. Is that (laughs) (laughs) a year younger than you? (laughs) Yeah, you can you can message me on MySpace. I just put up a new song. Do you still have a hotmail? If you IM me on AOL, you can send us a message. (laughs) Um, I've upgraded to Yahoo at On Fire the Podcast on Instagram or On Fire the Podcast at gmail.com. See, we've got a Gmail. Okay. All right. So again, at on fire, the podcast on Instagram and then on fire, the podcast at gmail.com. Also subscribe to this on iTunes, Stitcher or Spotify. And because give us five stars because um, listen, there's no rubric. And uh, everybody gets an A. I would say you want your admin to give you a five on your eval. So give us a five on our on our podcast absolutely we'll and we'll, <laughs> we'll yeah please provide <laughs> rationale um and we'll uh we'll go more into that in our grading episode where we explore the controversies around grading Ooh, i have a great guest for that one too we can discuss later i'm not sure we want that person on <laughs> to talk about grading it <laughs> might get too heated so um i think to close this out we want to end with a bit of joy factor because like we said teaching being an educator whether that's in the classroom as an administrator or you're in a home office somewhere. Um, it's some of the most important work in our country. It is not talked enough about. And it's also just really fun. It's really it fun so and fun. exciting work to do um, at any point. And we want more people to come into this work. So Joy and Factor. And stay in this work. And stay in this work. Very true. So Joy Factor, uh, we're going to do a quick whip around to um, spread some joy in the education world. The question is, what is your best adult beverage pairing for lesson planning as many teachers are getting back into 
developing curriculum, those unit plans, curriculum apps, lesson plans? What do you pair it with? Christy, why don't you start? All the things. Well, I'm going to can't drink all the things. You'll die. <laughs> <laughs> True. Lesson planning 24-7. You will die. Um, so I'm going to go to my LA roots here, and we're going to oh. pair tequila with one of my new favorite beverages from Sonic. Um, it's a slushy. And if you pair it with a mango slushy, it kind of tastes like a margarita. Ooh. Maybe you want to get some feedback on the slushy before you implement. It doesn't like any slushy with tequila and it tastes kind of like a margarita. Yeah. So is that a, a noted LA beverage? It's like, it's the mix. Oh, okay. It's like the city meets the country. It's weird. I lived in LA too and I, I never, I never had that drink. The tequila's from LA. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Torian. Uh, you know, I'm kind of an old man at heart, so a simple whiskey, uh, Jack and Coke, maybe something like that will yeah. just get me get me where I need to be. Torian's actually 83. I'm actually 83. That's why I'm qualifying for this principal position because of all of my <laughs> years of experience. <laughs> I'm going to have to go with a nice bottle of Chardonnay. Ooh. The whole bottle. The whole bottle. Okay. I mean, you know, start off with a glass, but let's be honest, at some point... I don't know, get a bigger glass. No, I think that's fair. So I would do some type of like vodka mixed drink, nothing too sugary because I think beer will mellow me out. Uh, Wine will do many things to me. And I think you need something that's going to like sharpen your mind, but also put you in a state of euphoria to think like you've got a really great lesson plan, even if. You do not have a really great lesson plan. Yeah. Love it. And with that drink, we might want to look at your lesson plan (laughs) feedback before. May we we offer some feedback? (laughs) You may give me feedback on that lesson plan. I will send it to all of you for that beautiful feedback. All right. So um, again, follow us on Instagram at onfirethepodcast. Email us onfirethepodcast at gmail.com. And we will see you all in two weeks for our discussion with some of our former students who uh, are graduating from college are graduating from college. So they're going to give you some advice on what you should and should not do to prep kids for college, what they liked and some of the missed opportunities that they saw at our school. Yeah. That's going to be great. Thank you so much. Hey, before we close out, I just want to say that. I, okay. We closed I, out. Torian. I disagree. <laughs> okay. This I is what we're going to cut with something that was at the beginning of the, of the, of the thing. Go for it. I think. That it is perfectly fine for high school teachers to collect crayons because there's nothing better than seeing a nice picture of a cell that's very neatly colored. You got a different color. You might want to get up now. Christy's going to jump out uh, of her town. Ratchet Christy is going to come out. In a bright green. I mean, there's nothing I've better. I've got four words, Torian. Next generation science standards. <laughs> so please tell me what aspect of 3D. All right. Thank you all for listening. Uh, this has been a great <laughs> episode. He's going to upload that lesson plan and we'll put it on Instagram to see if you have some feedback for that one. If you like it, you can send him a box of crayons. All right. Thank you so much. On Fire with Zach and Jamie is an OAM Network production available on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and theoamnetwork.com. Hosted by Zach Sampson and Jamie Hudgens. Produced by Gilworth. Logo and designed by the OAM Network.